This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Rich DeRiz is also a host of the Basement Bookers podcast. Yes, I am. Enthusiastic, we are. Happy to be here. Nobody's happy. (laughs) Everybody's upset. Everybody in catering is upset. Because now they have to eat arena food. Do you believe that? Arena food, like the commoners, the peasants? Yeah, I didn't see that when I was compiling my news for the week. So I guess that's your little bit to report this week. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe we should have you just send me the news. Because I trust you usually to have everything, you know, available. But you missed this big. No, I don't want what you have because you already let us let us all down. All right. Every week, this podcast, we just always assume that you're the most trusted voice in news. You know, and what I do tried. you do? And what do you do? Oh, I know what you're doing. You're 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 hedging your bets. You're getting. You're trying to audition for CNN or Fox News or something with your fake news. No, you, you suck, man. Uh, guys, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry about this. I'm sorry about Rich DeRiz and his behavior. We're going to talk to him. We're going to – we take things very seriously on the Baseball Bookers podcast. We don't just come out here, you know, and try to lie to you. We bring you the news and the truth. You know, we're, we're, we're real, real Edward R. Murrow in here. We're real, real newsmen like uh, Walter Cronkite, um, Dan Rather. Wait, didn't he lie about being in a chopper or something? I have no idea. I don't pay attention to that kind of news. That, that That's all fake. Maybe. But what's real news is I would like to take the time to get ahead of Rich DeRiz, who is a heathen and does not belong in the island of relevancy, to thank the tribal chief for another week of life, of sports entertainment, and maybe if you're going to run New York, maybe run it a little bit better than it's being currently run. Maybe put your money... Put your put your put your lay where your mouth is or whatever the fuck. Hi all. And, and I agree that anything would be better than Wilhelm who changed his name to De Blasio at some point. I agree. He's thinking about and, running for governor. Uh, I mean uh, frying frying pan to the fire, right? More like there never was a frying pan and we're just going from one burning fire to the other. <laughs> you know? That Yes, one dumpster fire to the next. I also would like to thank our tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, for allowing us this platform on which we can discuss the bloodline and all things wrestling. Well, first, I wanted to cut Rich off, and I wanted to acknowledge somebody else. I want to acknowledge the most loyal listener of the Basement Bookers podcast. You see, on September 8th, you see, was number one Basement Bookers fan... Man, he's 33rd birthday. He's 33 years old now. He's third years into his 30s. Uh, he's still kind of like, you know, he's at the age where maybe there's still hope in the universe. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, happy birthday to him. 
and uh, continue to listen to the Basement Bookers podcast. And we're we're really good to our fans. So maybe one day, if you want, you know, when you email in and you want, you know, you maybe maybe you get a happy birthday. I don't know, but uh, the most loyalists they just they just get it without being asked. Yeah, there you go. Happy I agree. Happy birthday, Manny, to uh, a former inconsequential champion. Yeah, I believe we retired the inconsequential championship. It's, uh, uh, it's yet to oh, return. What's the word? It's the now defunct. Um, is that the word? No, I'm, I'm thinking of the word. It's uh, it's being held in abeyance. Look, even though Farron is still the champion, but it's it's just it's out there. It's we, we may get back to it. Look, maybe. we defunded the inconsequential championship. We just can't afford it right now, you know. But you could help by making it so we can. Yes. <laughs> there you go. That's how you do it, Rich. Learn to sell. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jeez, it's like I didn't do it for 18 years or something. No, you would think. All right, so tell us about this uh, catering deal that is apparently gone. Well, no, now they just don't get, like, I guess they don't have the contract with the people that did the catering, so now it's just whatever's available from the venue. Wow, that's... But, like... But, like, if you're not going to have a big enough roster to be in catering in the first place, you know, at least they're giving them something. I'm wondering if it's if it's still free for the crew and such. It's or... got to be. I, I didn't see anything about them charging them money. That's got to suck. You know it's bad when you got to bring your own food. I, I Actually, it see... might be better for them if they brought their own food, if you think about it. I Yeah, I want to see, like, a selfie of, like, Ricochet and Drew Gulak at a concession stand. Like, you know, with the card and the meter and the little the chip reader and everything. Or... So, like someone like Natty brown bagging it. I think there's like a little ball pit and like it's it's almost like a little Chuck E. Cheese type place they have now for all the uh, catering talent now. So they're stealing Shotzi's gimmick? Yeah, but it was really her idea. You know, maybe we should have a ball pit. And Vince is like, oh, the baby want a ball pit? Thinking he was being insulting. But no, she does want one. And, and now, now there's a ball pit for them to play in. You know, nice little fun little play ring for them to hone their skills. You know, maybe like a mascot that looks like Vince McMahon. Hmm. You know, some something fun for 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 you know, for talent of all uh, varying uh, um, skill sets and parts on the booking thing, whatever mm-hmm. they call it. Real fun yeah. time. The the spare guys, spare talent. Man, I don't like that. That sounds offensive. Um, good hands, you know, real good hands. <laughs> good hands. The the main event talent. Listen, I don't think. See, Rich, you 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 hear Rich? You think he's being insulting? He's not being insulting because that's what we are in video games. So really, yeah. it's a professional yeah. thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they're on the level of us, but like you know, in all, it, it there's levels to everything, you know. You 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 know, you either. You're either responsible for racking up the points, or you're the points. You know we we, we are the points. We are Fortnite's enhancement. Talent. You can't you can't have a rainbow without some rain. You know mm-hmm. you can't have sunshine. You know without the radiation. sun. Yeah, radiation and skin cancer. You know, um, it will kill you. So really, I don't know where to go with this. Um, well, that actually, I can segue to that. Don West announced on his Twitter that, quote, after eight weeks of chemotherapy and 13 treatments of radiation, his cancer is now in remission. Very happy news. Glad to hear it, Don West. 
That's right. And if you want to thank Don West, be sure to purchase some Topps baseball cards or uh, some kind of really good knife that cuts through a lot of stuff. Yes, or maybe those things. Or maybe you want something that you could put on your steering wheel and it locks in and keeps it from being stolen or whatever. Mm. And it can also double as a weapon. Yep, as long as you are, as he would say, just doing what you want. Let me ask you a question. Has there ever been a hardcore match where the club was used? Not that I have seen. All right, cool. Also, uh, I'm going to wish a happy birthday to my brother who doesn't listen to the podcast and doesn't know this will ever happen. (laughs) His birthday was on the 4th. I didn't forget. I just thought, like, he doesn't listen anyway, so why would I do that? But just in case this happens to be the one that he does because he loves himself so much, he would love to hear his own birthday. But probably not. Probably not. Well, you did wish him a happy birthday last week also, but since he didn't listen, he wouldn't know that. Oh, that's right. I even forgot. See, I do it on instinct. (laughs) You know, no one gets any more birthdays now. We're done here. I'll uh, get in on that too. Happy birthday, David, and thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. We thank all, right. all of you for your service. In case you're a service person, you know, that you're too busy living your life as a hero to let everybody know that you are a hero. That's right. Uh, so moving on from the birthdays and uh, Don West's uh, cancer remission, which is a Good news. Uh, WWE announced that Triple H suffered an unspecified, quote, cardiac event caused by a genetic condition, and that after a brief procedure, he is expected to make a full recovery. Um, One would speculate that this happened after receiving some news about the new NXT. I don't know. That's kind of just jokeful, joking speculation going around. No, timing is interesting, though. Yes, and I have uh, 100%. Uh, no proof at all evidence. I think it has something to do with when he found out that Vince's ultimate pitch to Adam Cole was to have him manage Keith Lee so, as so a that heel. Is, yeah, that is a real thing that was going to happen. Um, I don't know why. Because Vince a, doesn't it, think Adam Cole's a wrestler, I guess, because he's so little. There's no way, because Adam Cole... Defended the NXT Championship successfully both on Raw and on SmackDown and on pay-per-view. That's true. Like, this, 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 unless he is, like, so we know he gets, like, negative two hours sleep a day, right? But there's no way he's, like, that forgetful. There's no way Triple H would let him forget what a run Adam Cole had. Or even, like, that he was on Vince's own shows. There's no way Vince didn't make that call for Adam Cole to be on the show. How do we know it's it, it's actually Vince and it's not Kevin Nash in a Vince costume? Um, I think we would know the difference. Uh, I'm sure Vince's knees are better, and Vince is also quite a bit shorter. I don't know, maybe. So, kind of, may in the uh, since we don't have all the details of this. Maybe it was pitched that this will be, like, your foot in the door, and eventually, like, you turn on Keith Lee, and you get a singles run. I, Maybe he didn't want to potentially get stuck as a manager. I think 
he just wanted to be a manager because he's good at talking. Maybe he doesn't like you know Vince is not a fan of like indie wrestling, mm-hmm. and like the NXT style is basically that, which is why he's trying to change it. Mm-hmm. I think he's a fan of the performer, not so much the professional wrestler. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... Like, I'm not saying I agree. I'm just trying to tell you I think that's what it is. Like, I think it's like he sees... Because you know how it is with Vince. It's like, you know, salt shaker, whatever. Mm -hmm. You see a salt shaker, he sees a penis. I don't know. But, like, maybe, you know, we're just seeing the salt shaker part of it. But Vince is seeing the penis of it all. You know what I'm saying? He's Mm -hmm. seeing if, you know, all the girth and mass and whatever... You know, straight down to the vein. And you just see a salt shaker. So maybe there's just something he sees like as a long-term potential uh, for Adam Cole, you know? I think if someone else sees a salt shaker that I'm looking at as a penis, I'm just going to use a different salt shaker. No, I think you're going to pick up that salt shaker. What? And I think that's what Adam Cole is doing by moving to AEW. He's like, listen, let me get away from these salt shakers because they're all penises. Yeah, he's going to grab that salt shaker by the... You know, by the base. Uh, listen, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, if I just think maybe that's what it was. And of course, we don't know. But I think like maybe Vince just saw him more, you know, as like probably like one, like the best at talking. And it's like and I'd imagine for somebody who's not like doesn't have a love for professional wrestling that I assume Adam Cole does. It's like, well, look at this. All this money just to fucking talk it's like okay you know i don't know because if it was me first of all all that money and i and like of course i could be a manager that can bump but it's like it's not gonna even be that often it's like okay like talk about longevity Mm -hmm. and like you stay in shape you keep you know you keep hedging your bets you know you and then it's like contracts up it's like all right i'm gonna go wrestle now yeah you know? I guess that's what happened. He just, you know, his contract was up. He's like, all right, um, thanks. You know, that's a cool idea, but I'm going to go over there. Yeah, now. he just wants to get kissed on the cheek by men. You know, I hear you. You know, no yeah. no judgment. You whatever. know, they have a relationship. It's whatever. As long as his mm-hmm. girlfriend's okay with it, you know. Which I guess she is. I guess she is. And if she's not, well, you know, whatever. That's not for us to report on until it's actually in the news. Yeah, it's none of my business what you want to put where. I don't care. Not my right. business. There you go. Uh, so to move on from that, uh, Emi Sakura uh, tweeted that Minoru Suzuki needs seven stitches to close the wound he got this week. Um, so she was like following him with her camera. And you could see, because I wasn't sure where he was bleeding from. All I knew was his eye was a bloody mess. It was um, below the eyebrow, but above the eye. Which is, if you feel it, that's a really thin part right there. And that's probably why it was bleeding so bad. Hmm. That's why you got to be very careful. You know, band-aids are expensive. And when you have to put all those band-aids just to get that cut fixed, you know? Who knows? Probably wear an eye patch. Probably a bandage over it and then probably an eye patch also just because eye patches are cool yeah use an eye patch not an ipad you know because that's just right. not practical at all right like what are you doing with that thing yeah that's chavo's gimmick yeah apparently putting an ipad on his eye 
Well, you saw Rampage, right? No. What? I didn't watch Rampage, man. It's wow. okay. Right. Well, it's, we'll talk about you it. told we'll me talk it's a B show, so I just don't, you know, I just listen to you. I just think That's of it as like velocity or, you know, heat. Well, when I said there was a hot start to Rampage, that was code for their opening with Andrade versus Pac. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's a hot start to some people. You know, a hot start to me is Cody Rhodes versus the ghost of his father uh, in a handicap match uh, involving Dustin Rhodes. Mm. Yeah. Whose side would Dustin be on? He'd be on the side of the living. You know, mm. because he'd be like, Dad, no, you you know, you would know you're not my father because my dad would know that li- the, 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 the living, that life is for the living. Would would Dusty be allowed to use a ghost belt? He would be, he would have a ghost cowbell. Mm. And he would talk about how, like, you know, he's really good with working with his hands. You know, hmm. and that he's also the American dream, he and is the American dream. and he would be wearing the polka dot singlet. Was that a singlet or was that like a separate top and bottom? I think it was a singlet because it's never been separate for him. Yeah, I've never. He's never seen... like just had the trunks. Yeah, but I think I don't know. I I always thought it was separate some reason even though i never saw any midriff in between well it's not like you were looking for it either i hope certainly wasn't i was like you know just just stay in one piece please Alrighty, so uh WWE officially announced the signing of olympic gold medalist and ncaa champion gable stevenson i guess it's a shirt by the way okay. just to help everybody because there's a picture of Dusty, and he's in the ring with Sapphire, mm-hmm. and he's just got the trunks and all of that. You might want to. Ah. It's WrestleMania 5i, which I guess is 6. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, V-I. So, yeah, so so I guess it was two separate pieces. Yeah. Well, mystery solved on another episode of the Basement Booker Detective Podcast. The question you never asked, but maybe wanted answered. Let's go. Alrighty. So WWE added that he'll, quote, join the WWE roster while defending his NCAA title for the University of Minnesota. That's interesting. Wait. What? He's going to be competing collegiately while also competing in WWE. That's insane. Right? Well, I guess... I guess he's still enrolled in college, and that was part of the deal where he's going he's gonna to finish out his college education, get whatever degree he's going for. I don't know what it is. I didn't look that up. And also compete for their wrestling team while performing in WWE. Yeah, I think it's gym. I think you get a certificate in gym. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying no. I'm just saying I don't know about there, buddy. <laughs> uh, listen, it's time for your rope climbing final. All right, <laughs> you got to stand by here with this whistle and I'll bully that child into reaching his full potential. And go. And it's like a I whole never... bunch of them in a room and like everybody's watching. Did you, you know? ever have to do that in gym? Uh, once. Really? And I was like, wow, this is real? I thought they only did this on TV. I didn't we get never... very far. 
We never had to do that in my gym class. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. It's good for upper body strength. I imagine it's also good for, you know, breaking legs on the way down. Yeah, if you're a bitch. It's called natural selection, my man. It's not just a move in wrestling. I guess. You know, it's how we get rid of the fucking weak motherfuckers and don't let their genes pass on to the next generation, diluting it. Yeah, Charles Darwin had that move first, as I understand it. You pass it on. Genetically, I guess. Yeah, because he, he, was, he was fit to survive in his own way. That's right. So Still surviving, as uh, he is still talked about and taught about. It's very important. Vince McMahon is probably a huge fan of Darwinism. That's why he's got a Tyrannosaurus on his wall. That's insane. Because if that Tyrannosaurus wasn't a bitch, no meteor would have killed him. And that's probably what Vince tells himself. See, what what they don't really say is it's it was probably the uh, the Ice Age that followed the meteor be- that was caused by the uh, darkening. What a bitch. If I, if it was me and I was a Tyrannosaurus, I would have butchered a mammoth and made a nice little jacket. Or maybe like a robe. Like a robe because those little hands. It's got little hands. Robe. I Definitely think, a robe. I think maybe a be, cloak. I think we'd be fucked if like Tyrannosauruses had longer arms. I think that's what did them in. You know, just a shit roll of the dice. Well, whatever it is, they couldn't adapt quick, nearly quickly enough. Yeah, too bad because they probably didn't figure out fire, the idiots, and that's yeah. why that that's why there's a Tyrannosaurus on Vince's fucking wall behind his desk. It's amazing. You know, I I I wonder if he keeps that there as a reminder that the top of the food chain can get taken out at any time. Maybe is it real though? It's a real Tyrannosaurus, right? From, from from any story I've heard about it, it is real. Yeah, I which w- means it was crazy expensive. Well, yeah, for sure. All right, last bit of news for now, and this will be shoved down our throats for the next year, I'm sure. The Miz has been announced for the next season of Dancing with the Stars. It'll only be shoved down our throat if he wins. That too, but you know, it's it's gonna. Be, I should have said it'll be incredibly heavily promoted by the Miz. Oh. Yeah, maybe. I think it's like a week-to-week thing. Like, he has to be there. Right. Obviously. I don't remember what day it's on. I think it's on a Monday. I'm going to check it out for you guys, because if you want to check it out, it's either a Monday or Tuesday, or Monday they do the dance, and Tuesday they do the results, mm. or something like that. What's crazy is this is the 30th season of that show. Yeah, famously, Nikki Bella has been on there. She lost, mm-hmm. and that's where she met her current baby daddy, maybe husband. Yeah, they got married. Uh, Artem is his name. Mm-hmm. Artem. Uh, we've uh, The Basement Bookers has obtained actual audio of uh, how uh, Artem, he had, you know, he met Nikki Bella. You know, we were dancing one time, and, you know, my fingers slip inside, and I said, oh, no, I'm so sorry. She said, no, no, it's good, it's good. And then we fell in love, you know? We fuck on Can't See Me poster, you know? Thank you. Thank you. See, we got the audio right there, guys. Just so you know. Wow. You know. That, that was a little more vulgar than I was expecting. I, it's ridiculous. The guy, he looks like a nice guy, but he's definitely like, you know, he's probably got a pattern. By the way, the Basement Booker's podcast is parody. We're just making jokes. If it just so happens that maybe he's slippy slide, it's not our problem. We didn't do it. It's not our fault. And uh, John Cena was going to whoop his ass. 
Yes. So yeah, and, the season mm-hmm. thirty premiere is on a Monday at eight o'clock. Season so thirty. Yeah. So you I mean, won't. Do be they do? Do they do two a year or something? Because that has not been on for thirty years. It's maybe more. Really? Oh, it's only two more. Maybe more than two seasons a year. You're saying? Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Stacy Keeler was on there too, and as was Chris Jericho. Yeah, they all oh, lost. You mentioned, you mentioned Nikki Bella. Yeah, they all lost yeah. though. That's all right. Um, but yeah, it's at eight o'clock, so we won't be seeing Miz on Raw for a while. And yeah, like the whole time, he can't. If he's really serious about winning, you're not going to see him until he wins or he's eliminated. Yeah. Because when they're not dancing, getting the dances ready, they're training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? there's a lot of re- there's like a week of rehearsal leading to the Monday dance. Yeah, Monday is they do the performances, and Tuesday they do a vote thing or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fan the fans vote, and on Tuesday is the results show of what the fans voted for, who the fans voted for, I should say. Yeah, it was only a matter of time before they dragged him into that. Do you think uh, Miz will get further than Jericho? I don't know. It depends. Like, it depends on what partner he got. Because a lot of times that's what it depends on is the partner. Um, God, I know a little bit too much about Dancing with the Stars. I've seen a couple seasons also. But Jerry Rice did pretty well. Yeah, but Jericho, but Miz would be the first active wrestler. Because I don't think Nikki or Stacy or Jericho were wrestling at the time when they were doing this. I'm pretty sure Miz is the first active WWE superstar, like working full time to do this. Matter of fact, I bet on it for sure. Stacy is it was definitely when she way after she was done. Yeah. Same for Nikki. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this was when she wasn't around. And Jericho, yeah, but, I don't think he was wrestling. But has Jericho ever really stopped wrestling? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he did, like yeah, he did like one or he tours with the band, and like he did like uh, those his like things for New Japan. But mm-hmm. I don't think I think because like people don't understand that shit's hard. Like the way they do that, they go hard. Like with the dancer with the stars. Yeah, like they mm-hmm. go hard. You know, it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah, it, it's it's certainly more than an hour a day for the six weeks, and like especially depending on if um, the the star uh, has any dance experience. If they don't, obviously it's going to be that much harder. Now, with the comparisons of wrestling being choreographed, maybe you know having a wrestling background would make it a little easier. But who's to say? Not me. All I do is watch the stuff. Yeah, they're gonna if 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 Miz wins, he's gonna brag about it. And if I was Maurice, I'd be very worried. Just saying. <laughs> that 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 he won't shut up about it. No, that maybe he might meet somebody. Because like those dancer ladies, sometimes man, they're it's a smoke Dude. show out there. Yeah. No, oh, I Maurice. get what you're gonna say, but whatever. At the end of the day. We all love Maurice, but hey, sometimes young tails better. I'm just saying, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I'm a married man. I'm faithful, but I'm not the Miz. You know, they, they, they're not like us, dude. They're not like us. Famous people are not like us. You know, they're different mm-hmm. people. You know, they have weird loyalties. So you that never know. True. But no, I, mean, I, I, I guess. Look, I I'm guess just joking. You... All right. But, you know, yeah. but at the end of the day, you never know. 
They're, they have uh, children. They have two kids, so they'll be fine. It's just like, why you gotta just like make things so serious? I'm just obviously talking shit. Like, I'm not. Safe. But it's true. Famous people and non-famous people have very, especially successful famous people, have very different lenses that they look at life through. Yeah, sometimes they wear 3D glasses. Sometimes they wear 4D glasses or 5D. Yeah, exactly. And 5D? I don't even know. But that's the one that, yeah, I think, though I know 4D, I don't know 5. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that'll be in an upcoming Rick and Morty episode. Sure, Rich. Like, you go and you binge one show, and all of a sudden, it's all you know. <laughs> Next. Well, it's fresh in my brain. You know yeah, brain well, works. we all know Poorly. that your, your your brain is as useful as an old-timey refrigerator when it was called the icebox. And you're literally a place for your ice. It was much more energy efficient. Yeah, for sure. No electricity used. No, none at all. That's right. Much like... I was going to do something with, like, the electrical impulses in your brain, but that wouldn't make sense because you seem to be functioning at the moment. <laughs> You're not a drooling, like, puddle of whatever the fuck, you know? Not yet. So, that's all for the news for now. Uh, I do have something I wanted to mention. Obviously, All that's Out That's what she was... said. Yes. I don't know what I said <laughs> that to All right. All Out was this past weekend. Well, and since we called it, do we even have to talk about it? They listened to the podcast, right? I would hope <laughs> that they did, and that they listened to the All Out Companion. The All Out that, Companion beta test. Yeah. That was fun. I had a good time doing that. Yeah, um, I think we, we might do it for, like, pay-per-view, like, Peacock. Yeah. And it'll be a better picture, just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah it'll definitely yeah. be better for us. Because uh, connections, you know, nothing has to anything to do with anything, guys. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on. Right. Guys, come on. Exactly. Um, so I have the num- a number here. Uh, All Out had, quote, well over 200,000 buys, which broke a company record. According to WrestleNomics, which I don't know if it's a website or a Twitter account or whatever. It sounds made up. The high AEW's highest buy rate up to that point was Revolution 2021. With 135,000. So they got like at least 65,000 more views than their best. 65,000. That's like a lot of a thing. Yep. Now, I, I pretty much called it. When I said last week that they convinced me to buy the pay per view. I feel like, you know, I was speaking for a, a lot of the audience that has sort of been watching AEW and maybe just checking the results later or waiting for Dynamite to see the results or reading the results online, you know? And like I said, they they convinced me to buy because it was a combination of, you know, Punk's first match in seven years. We wanted to see if he could still go. It was not Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. I have to be perfectly frank here. Um, it wasn't a whole lot else, but we knew Daniel Bryan's debut was imminent. We knew Adam Cole's debut was in- imminent. Ruby Soho was talked about as she's probably going to go there. And Bray Wyatt was talked about. He's the only one that hasn't debuted yet. And I think that's good that they're spreading them out a little bit. If I was Bray Wyatt, I'd go to Impact. 
thing is impact isn't in nearly as many homes and we this comes up every time we talk about impact for me impact is inaccessible i don't i can't even find it on their website anymore i'd be I, i'd want to be the hulk hogan of impact you know i'd be the biggest star there you know well braun's already going there we know that oh uh, yeah maybe maybe that's what's talked about that's the big rumor but and, it's always that until you see the person step into the ring, dude. You know that. It's true. Yeah. It's not it's not real until it is. Yeah, don't 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 act like you don't fucking know, bro. You fucking know what's going on. This guy knows. Yeah. This guy fucking knows. He's supposed to be the most trusted name in news, bro. I'm trying to save your reputation that you've tattered. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um so all out was very good. Um I think the most memorable moments were the the tag team cage match. Punk. And let's talk about Punk and Darby for a minute. Um, if anyone didn't see, they paid homage to Bret Hart and 123Kid. That's I a nice way a, to say it. So, that at least that's how Bret and uh, Waltman are taking it. That like you know people had tagged them in that post that shows the you know move for move uh, the five the five specific spots that were um, duplicated and both responded positively you know thanking them for the homage you know for paying tribute to them um, I don't think it I don't think it was you know copying saying oh they did that let's do this I think it's like let's pay tribute to them. Sort of as a way of saying, listen, Brett helped Sean Waltman in his career by making him look good in the match. And so Punk's like, let me do the same for you to Darby. You know, it's sort of, it's paying homage and giving to Darby at the same time. It made him look good. It helped him look good, I should say. I think the difference in opinion for me is... Is this a shoot or not a shoot? So, like, the whole point of wrestling is to believe it's real. So now, you've got exact spots down to the fucking mannerisms on the character. And I understand the whole homage thing. And it's like, okay, so that's a bullshit match. You understand what I'm saying? Like, the whole point of pro wrestling is to believe it's real. So let me ask, but let me ask you. Had you known they were copying if you didn't see the post? Probably not, but it was right. still done intentionally. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Mm-hmm. It was still done intentionally. Like I don't, I don't like that. So now we gotta leave ourselves open for freaking, um, you know, it, it's probably happened. We just don't have the evidence of a freaking copying Steamboat versus uh, Randy. You know, mm-hmm. you know, just to make a good match. Like okay, so I guess, and I get like I said. I get homage, I understand, blah blah blah, but it's still kind of it kind of it chips away at like what it's supposed to be. You know. I get what you're saying, I and do. I understand. Like someone will be like, "Okay, well, so what's the difference between saying while they're calling in the match, oh, do this spot? Oh, you mean a Triple H spot? It's like, all right, fine, whatever.' But like, you know, I don't know, whatever. I knew I was yeah. going to be the minority in this, and I, I don't care. Well, it's okay, but like, there, there's a third point of view also, which I'm surprised you didn't touch on. Like, when it comes to any art, 
with something like that, when something like that is done, while some would consider it an homage, others would say, well, it's plagiarism. At what point are you, you know, facing, like, obviously there aren't, there's not going to be a copyright strike on CM Punk and Darby Allen, but at what point do you, would someone say, you're, you're copying their art? You're copying an art that was already performed. It's weird because I don't understand it. Like, I don't... It's not like they... It's kind of like... It's not like they're drawing something, mm-hmm. you know, and they're doing... They're tracing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they traced part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. But there's like, like three or... was it? Like three spots or something like that? Five. There's five spots that they decided to pay an homage to. Mm-hmm. And it's like no one's really going to see that. That's the other thing. How about this? Okay, so unless you've seen it, then you don't know it's an homage or not. Right. So what were they doing? It Was was it for them? You know what I mean? Or they told them, look, we're going to do this to, you know. So basically they're like, you know, working the shaft on uh, <laughs> Hitman and, one, and Kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it was it was partially. I think it was partially doing that, and probably also just sort of to clue the uh, the super smart fans. You know, the fans that like have old matches memorized because you and I certainly don't. This is too fucking nerdy for me. That's <laughs> like, part. This is part of what turns me off about AEW. It's like the super nerdy thing. It's like no, like, the, like you, like the people that caught on to this, that noticed this. An, and said, "Hey, that's you know, Hart versus Kid. They've seen. They must have seen that match, minimum, a dozen times. I've never watched a single match a dozen times. Yeah, I just haven't. I don't know. I I don't have memory because so, it, it might have been because I might have because a you only have one tape. B it's all you have really. You know." And I've had to rewatch things, but I don't have a vivid memory of matches like I'd rewatch. And it wouldn't be for the art of wrestling. It would be, I don't know, I'm fucking eight and there's nothing for me to watch. And I kind (laughs) of like this guy when Mm -hmm. he fights that guy. And I know he's going to beat that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So so maybe it was for the super smarks to sort of say... Hey, in case you didn't know, this is what we're going for. We're helping Darby here. Yeah, you could do that without doing that, though. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's been done without doing that. Mm-hmm. So. I know. <laughs> and on the plagiarism side, I would I would liken it more to, like, if I'm writing an article for a website, right? Um, If I were to, and, like, let's say my article has, like, 40 paragraphs in it. If I take five paragraphs directly from Wikipedia... Or what other, other whatever other source I'm using, if I just copy and paste those five paragraphs, now, for that, that would absolutely be a copyright strike. Sure. But it's I don't think it works the same, you know. Of course it doesn't. Yeah. It's like, like the only the only, um, entity that would own copyright over. A, a wrestling match is whoever owns the rights to the match, but it's not like like you could do the exact same match, and the owner of the original match 
doesn't have anything because you're not showing a video of the old match. You're just re sort of replaying it. It's like when a band does a cover song live. You know? Yeah, but you could tell the song right away, though. Of course. Like, you could tell right away. Like, like if Disturb Disturbed uh, decided to cover Enter Sandman during the next concert. Everyone will know the song immediately. Because you're really not going to change that much to where it's a dun, 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 to where that's not noticeable. Yeah. So, but like, you know, if you're performing it live, you can't. They can't do anything about it. Okay, I get it. I just don't. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not fucking Excalibur nerdy. That's like, right. <laughs> I'm just discussing the different perspectives here. That's great. You know, here, here's here's an ice cream bar. There you go. You put that where you need to put it. All right. Hi, y'all. I didn't take any notes on all on all out. I forgot to go back and do that. Oh, well. Well, I was too busy there's a whole podcast it. on it. There is. So we really don't have to discuss it here. I mean, not really. I don't think so. Like, we, we, we actually called the damn thing. Um mm -hmm. Like I liked it. I I don't have anything to contribute to it, <laughs> mm -hmm. than other than like everybody else who probably does it better. I, I you know I liked it. Everything happened pretty much the way I thought it was going to. Like it, it was really cool when Adam Cole came in and Daniel Bryan and all this and you know everything's changing. Great, you know, and I don't think. I don't think that people should, like, count that WWE is dead just yet, is all I'm saying. Like, yes, Absolutely it was a really not. good pay-per-view. There was a lot of positive energy behind it, but that's it. Let's not get, let's not sit on our laurels here and think that the, the war is won, if there even is one. You know, let's that, just... That's the thing. They're not head-to-head -head on any night right now. There's no war. Neither of them is trying to put the other out of business. Look, all I'm saying is... WWE makes no mention of AEW. That's all. That's all right. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So it, 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 until you could go a month of watching AEW programming without any reference whatsoever to WWE, that ain't nothing over, okay? How about that? But here's the thing. You always aim upward. Once you aim, start aiming downward, you're a bully. I'm sure there's an actual phrase to, that like sort of says that a little bit better. But you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, WWE is the big dog when it comes to wrestling. So they don't need... If they mention AEW in any sort of way, that's advertising for them. When anyone in on AEW's roster mentions WWE, it's because they were there and they have experience with it. Or they're taking a shot at it. And that's fine because they're a much smaller company. They're a much newer company. They're not running huge tremendous venues yet see i was never a fan of that it's like if you go over to me and start like punching me in the knee i'm gonna kick you right across the, the room all right i don't give a shit how small you are i will fuck your shit up don't fuck with me that's all i'm saying yeah specifically but, but in kicking them across the room that makes them bigger and stronger no, it doesn't. It makes them stop hitting me. It's annoying. No. In, so, <laughs> it 
it's a so toy. Maybe, so maybe that's, maybe that's a bad analogy. Like maybe with words, if they start, if someone starts berating you, yeah, right, like a Karen. Yeah, if you acknowledge them publicly, then that just draws attention to them, which is what they want. Yeah, you know, the I, Karens always want attention. The whole like because they were there thing is, you're bitter. You know, Some that's of them it. Aren't. It, it. I'm what? Some of them aren't. I know some of them aren't. So why, why then fucking get over it? Do your own thing and get over the way you can get over. Because if, then if you're in a different company for X amount of years, and it's a national or international company, right? And you're known for your body of work there. You're probably going to get asked about it. Okay, but my argument is, if you go over here with your saltiness, and you still don't get over, and you're somewhere else, then you look like an asshole. Then it's the, the, their system is not to blame. You always sucked. That's all. That's true. You know, think and about I, it that I, way. I feel like I feel like that could be applied most specifically to Evelise. Is that a news item? I'm not saying anything. I'm not going to get beat up by some chick. It's it's just, it wasn't in the news because it's like the same old story. She was talking again about how um Thunder Rosa you know, tried to destroy her. <laughs> there was that and she said about like I guess sometimes she was in NXT or maybe when she was on Tough Enough or whatever how uh she thought she should um be high, uh, like higher on or is that no that was Diana Perazzo. Um Evelise was saying Something along those lines, though, about how, like, Thunder Rosa was, um, I don't know. Like I said, it wasn't in the news. I didn't commit it to memory, and I should have, especially if I was going to. I like Diana Perrazzo. Good for so her. I, I'm she glad. She said, so, so shifted to Diana Perrazzo. She said that, um, when she was in WWE or in NXT, she felt like she should have been higher on the roster and like she she was in like the secondary promo class like the NXT promo class when she felt like she should have been on the, in the higher promo class the more advanced class though that was taught by Sarah Amato I mean I um, think you have to believe that right if you really believe in yourself but she she said that to Canyon Seaman <laughs> and then just I know I know I I know I wouldn't want say, that name can either. you repeat that again she said that to Canyon Seaman. Oh, okay. Interesting. And it, I guess, it was taken sort of as, well, you're not happy. If you're not happy with where you are, then you don't have to stay here. I think she they felt, tried to give Canyon that gimmick, but he said it's a little on the nose. Yeah. And uh, what you call it? She basically, she basically thought she deserved better. She uh, deserved to be. Uh, in the ring with more high-profile talent. And it's like, well, why don't you just keep doing the work and you'll get there? She felt like she was held down. And then she you know, she starts talking crap about Thunder Rosa again. And I feel like eventually... Wait, Ivelisse was or was Diana Perrazzo? Sorry, Ivelisse. I'm so that's sure. where it gets confusing. Yeah, I know. Um, with Ivelisse, I think eventually she's going to realize that if she's complaining about every single company she's been in, and they've all just like moved on. Maybe it is her. Yeah, that's always the case, right? Maybe it's you. 
You know? Yeah. That kind of deal. Because there's no way you're just going to have an issue everywhere you go and it's not you. True that. Like, why, why are you going to be vilif- vilified everywhere if you're just not doing anything wrong? Maybe just change your outlook. Stop being maybe a, be a jerk. Little, maybe be a little more humble. Maybe be nice. Maybe be nice a little bit. Maybe do what you're told so that you could prove that you can do what you're told and then you'll get more opportunities. Because sometimes it's about proving you can do what you're told. Like this dewdrop gimmick. She said she didn't like it at first. Like she was, she wasn't sure about it. But she's like, All right, I'll, I'll give it a try. We'll see where it goes. You can't, you can't just, you know, you can't be pitched an idea by the chairman of the board and say, no, I don't like this idea. You put the clown nose on. Yeah. No, like, I'm I, still gonna complain about carrying cross. Don't fucking try to hobble me. Don't try to hobble me, bro. Listen, we, you and I, the fans, can complain all we want. That's right, God damn I'm it. talking about the talent themselves complaining about the spot they're given. Like, when, if Vince McMahon says, says to someone, I have an idea for you, how do you say, you know what, I know you have an amazing track record, this like 40 plus years of literally making superstars, but I think you're wrong? How do you say that? Yeah, it's like you just you roll with it. You do what he says. You try to get it over because that is showing you're going to do what you're told and then you get more opportunities. If you don't do what you're told, guess what? You're fired like Big Cass. I wonder if like there's been times where like Vince will invite an employee to his office and will have him sit down and he's wearing a robe and he stands up and he's like Look, this is a very important test, and this will prove, you know, whether you're you're serious, you're real serious about this job. You want to be a real professional wrestler. I need you to tell me what you see. He opens up his robe, and the reaction will depend on if they stay. And he's like, what do you see? He's like, I see a salt shaker. <laughs> well, pal, you're going to go a long way here, son. <laughs> shaker like a salt shaker. Like, do you see a salt shaker or do you see a penis? <laughs> it's like, what do you, what are you supposed to? What if you see both? Then that's some otherworldly figure altogether, isn't it? That's maybe Adam chest. Cole saw both, and then he's maybe. like, "Well, I guess I have to let you go." It's obvious that this this world is too, it's not it's not advanced enough. You know something I don't know. It's not meta enough. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Sometimes a salt shaker is just a salt shaker. Sometimes. Yeah. Alrighty. So, SmackDown, Raw, I don't know. The well, demon. We got the demon back, apparently. What a stupid way to do it. What a yeah. dumb, stupid way to do it. I thought the demon was done with. I thought Finn was done with. I thought Finn was done with the demon in general, with uh, this Finn character, the the prince. I could have sworn he said that also. Yeah. So I don't know. I I'm think confused. I think it's Vince, and I think it's just you know they just want to add another 
another notch to Roman's belt. Like, it's not enough for him to beat Balor. He's got to beat the Demon, too. I don't I don't like it. I don't sure. either. Because it's like they only did it for the Garden Pop. They did it to pop the Garden. Um, It, it just seemed like a... Th- and he looked so small. Yeah. Like, I get it that... But, like, there's ways to do this shit where, like, their first encounter doesn't look like Roman is just going to slap another bitch with makeup on. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's the same thing. It's just like how he made the Fiend look like like nothing. Like, mm-hmm. once Roman once Roman beat the fuck out of the Fiend the way he did, that was a wrap for that character. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he buried him. He's like, you're just some idiot in a mask. Like, I'm not even worried about that. I'm the fucking tribal chief, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of here with that. We're not, we're, playing, we're not playing that game anymore. It's almost like, you know, when, you, when you're a kid and you used to play the clown game and it's like, no, the clown game is for little stupid kids. We're doing mafia now, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's that shit. He got, like, they, that shit was not coming back. Yeah, and how are we supposed to believe... No disrespect with, with, to, to, to Bray Wyatt. I'm just talking about gimmicks. Right, and with Brock looming, how are we su- supposed to expect Finn to beat Roman Reigns? That's exactly Bucks? what I said to you. I'm like, dude, this is... Like, Roman's already looking past Finn Balor. He's already mm-hmm. looking past him to Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. So what you just did here is nothing. You just wasted this. It's like, I get it. Everybody was marking out. And you know what? If I was at the Garden, yep, definitely. But it's not a good move, man. Nope. And enjoy the demon while it lasts because that's it. And does the demon often just show up like when it's not time to have the match? No. So That's another thing where it's like, oh, so you painted them all up and nothing's happening. Cool. He said it takes like two hours or more to get into the body pain sometimes. And it's that argument. It's like, okay, if he's undefeated, quote, end quote, like this, then why just not be that all the time? Yeah. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, I'm okay with the story of he only goes there when he needs to because it's like the dark side kind of thing. Yeah, and he just needed it to to fail at intimidating Roman Reigns. Yeah. (laughs) Like, good work, everybody. And what made it worse... Is like you can hear in Adam Cole's voice. He's like, I don't want to do this. Like hmm. he's got to sit there. It's like it sounds like a um, like a dad or like a grandpa trying to tell a little kid like do you why mean Michael Cole. Did I say Adam Cole? You did. Whatever. <laughs> Adam Cole. He said if for some reason Adam Cole took Michael Cole's place and he's sitting there and he's trying to explain to like a little kid why this is a big deal. It's like you see, it's like an alter ego of Finn Balor's. He goes to this place and it's like, oh fuck, god damn it! Like you guys were doing so well, and then you get to the end, and like most things in entertainment, you just can't hit that third act. I feel like if you're gonna call one characters sort of like character and alter ego of the character it's like at this point just say it's his gimmick yeah that's like let's go let's just break it open right here yeah because you're ruining it his alter alter ego it's like no and all like an alter ego is if no one knows like 
like Spider-Man is Peter Parker's alter ego. You know, only a couple of people, you know, assuming that that little universe is real, only a couple of people know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah, and no disrespect to Finn Balor, but the Hulk is bigger than Bruce Banner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't get that visual out of my mind. And it's like, it's be it's all over social media, like, wow, this is fucking huge. And I'm like, he looks so small. Mm-hmm. Like, Roman Reigns looks like he's about to decapitate that man. And he's probably going to. He's going to mm-hmm. drag and sleeper him. Oh, I hope not. I mean, I hope it's it's some kind of wonky finish. That's all I can really hope for right now. There's with no Brock, way I mean, he's going to lose to this guy. With Brock looming, and that that I guess that's like the most appropriate phrasing for it. Um, you know, maybe a ref bump. Maybe Brock comes out, hits an F5. All right, so you know. here's where I'm confused about Brock Lesnar. So first Brock Lesnar's like, Telling Roman, he's like, he's telling Paul why he didn't tell Roman that he was at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And Heyman's like that. He's obviously playing a game. Mm-hmm. Right? And Roman just leaves him. But then when it's when it's Brock and, and Heyman, Heyman's like right back to he's the advocate all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And then when Roman's going to F5 him, I mean, Brock's going to F5 Paul Heyman, Roman saves him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what what what's happening here. So Roman knows that Paul Heyman, much like a chameleon as was referenced, will change into anything he needs to to save his own hide. Right now, Paul Heyman is still useful to Roman. So he saved him even though he knows he's a snake. Right. Because like, even if even if he doesn't believe Brock when he said that Paul Heyman knew he was at SummerSlam, right? Right, right. Because if anyone knows Brock's weaknesses besides Oldberg and besides he himself, since he did beat Brock, it would be Paul Heyman. Oh, man, you know it would be great if, like, the 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 bloodline kidnaps Brock Lesnar's fake family. Hmm. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but on the on the other side of the coin, if anyone knows Roman's weaknesses, it's Paul Heyman. That's why Roman wants to keep Heyman in his corner so that he can get Brock's weaknesses and keep his own weaknesses to himself as long as Heyman isn't also talking to Brock. Yeah, but Roman already beat his only weakness twice. So, right, just but, saying. You know, <laughs> WWE memory. Mm. Also, what have you done lately? What has Brock done lately? He came back looking like a friggin' Craven the Hunter. So an obscure Marvel reference. Well, it's a very interesting name, Craven. Like, if you think about it. What does like it mean? Always wanting something. What does it mean to be craven? You know, mm-hmm. like there was a time where like he thought he killed Spider Man, and he was like feeling really guilty about it. Mm. Yeah, 
He's also six feet tall. Interesting. Like Adam Cole. Bye-bye. He's six feet? Yeah. Adam oh. Cole's six feet tall. I know. he's He looks very little, but mm-hmm. he is six feet tall. It's crazy. Oh, actually, no. I'm sorry. He's not six feet tall. He's 5'11". Okay. They must have edited this shit because I'm pretty sure he was six feet before. <laughs> Maybe he took the lifts out for AEW. Or some assholes fucking with him. Like every day it's going to get shorter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't be not that much taller than me and me take you serious, Austin Jenkins. Yeah, Vince is like, shorten him again, damn it. Was he going to call him Adam Jenkins? Because he couldn't be Adam Cole anymore. Yeah, that was stupid. He's like, oh, we don't want people to confuse you with Michael Cole. Like, who the fuck is going to do that? Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Are people, were they worried that Brian Cage and Christian Cage were like, hey, is he fighting the one, the big guy with the muscles or the guy that retired? And Adam Page and Diamond Dallas Page and... Page. Page. It's like, you know. It's like, how stupid do you think people are? Like where they say, "Yo, that guy, that guy Cole wrestled freaking so and so." Wait, what? Cole's mean, undefeated at WrestleMania. He is. He is undefeated at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's so stupid that you can't have two people with the same last name. It's like, are they related? No. Well, you no? tried to make that joke with Orange Cassidy and uh, Isaiah Cassidy. I. I think it's even a different spelling. Look, I don't know. It was being said. It wasn't being spelled to me. That's correct. Jesus. <laughs> it's not a big deal. It's, it, it would be worse if they were, like, both black. You know? And if I'm like, they're related? It's like, uh, well, hey, buddy, listen. Well, you can ask that. Well, I can ask I that. I can't you, ask that. Yeah. <laughs> I like it when you ask that. That I, I could just be do. like, he's fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Orange Cassie is uh, pretty clearly not black. He's not even or- Orange. Right. What was I, that? Who was it? Um. Oh, you didn't see. So Pack, for whatever reason, it's like he only spray tanned his abs. So you can like, see them. Right, but like you look from the side and you see that the rest of him is lighter. Like, I I bet there's a funny story behind this. He probably hugged Christian before the match and. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. If I was Christian, I'd just keep wearing shirts. You know? Yeah, and stop wrestling. Maybe do like a, like a Diesel, you know? You know how Diesel, he's got like the the shirt? You know, he's oh, he got like a, a shirt. Well, he did a singlet. Yeah, it's like a singlet, but underpants. Overpants. Yeah. yeah. Underpants, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. It's a smarter move. Yeah, so what happened on Rampage, and you're not going to watch it, right? So I could tell you what happened. I think it's better if you tell me because it'll probably make for decent content instead of shitting on WWE for an hour. Yeah, so here are my notes. With Andrade and the Brutalizer, Jose, you know, the other, that's Andrade's other crony. I I was going to ask if it was No Way Jose, but I guess not. No, he goes by the name No Way now. And he's still doing the same gimmick. Uh, right? Looks like it. It looks like it. It's like because that that's over. So Jose gets on the apron with a stun gun, which we hear it, you know, crackling and everything. 
So Lucha Bros come from the back to take him out. And with that distraction, that allows Chavo to hit Pack in the back with the tablet. So Andrade just rolls over and pins Pack for the win. After the match, Jose tells Andrade that Chavo hit Pack with the iPad. And Andrade clocks Chavo. Then the two of them are jawjacking with Andrade on the stage and Chavo is on the ramp. And Lucha Bros are behind him and Chavo turns around into a double super kick. And they send him into Pac and Pac locks in the Brutalizer on Chavo. So is Chavo fired? It looks like it. Because it looked like they, you know, Pac, um, Pac, Chavo and Andrade weren't exactly on the same page with Pac's uh, travel issues that Chavo apparently caused. Oh, I didn't know he had that kind of power, but here we are. Yeah, well, you know, all you gotta do is call an airplane and say, like, hey, listen. Hey, this um, guy's got drugs in his asshole. You might want to yeah. check him. Like Thoroughly. You want to get in deep. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna screw somebody over, you might as well go full, you know, jag off. Yup. So, promo... Oh, so Darby says, without Tully, Sean Spears is absolutely nothing. Sting says, Tully rode Flair's coattails for years, and he challenges Tully to, quote, do it here. Whatever that meant. What is it? I don't know. We'll never know, because Tully came out to the stage and said, and says, yeah, sure, the two of you want want to get me in a two-on-one situation. While he's talking, and he's talking absolute nonsense, and it's clear why there's not a whole lot of footage that I've seen of Tully on the microphone back in the Four Horsemen days, um... Sean Spears comes from behind and pulls Darby out of the ring, takes him out on the outside, and then uh, sneaks out through the crowd. So that was that segment. Wow. I missed a great episode of Rampage. That's not all. I don't regret anything so far, by the way. Cool. Uh, So Cole, Adam Cole, not Michael Cole, Adam Cole, bebe. Michael Cole's all elite? Jesus Christ, these people are, <laughs> they're unstoppable. I didn't even they know are. his contract was up. He probably slipped through the cracks. Must have. De- I- Vince is definitely, Vince definitely owns AEW. Yup. The same Adam people Cole. that say uh, the White House is going to Trump in in, 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 in October. <laughs> also, Vince McMahon owns AEW and is competing yes. with himself. Since when is there like a midterm election thing? No, it's called magic, bro. Don't even worry about it. All right. Like cool. nothing, It's all off the table right now. The simulation is crashing. He's about to call a Holyfield fight with his son. Just make sure they hold the reset button. You got to hold both button. of them at the same time. Yeah. Dude. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Did you hear that Evander Holyfield is going to fight Masvidal? No. Maybe it's not Masvidal. I got to confuse. But it's another fighter that... Um, MMA or boxing? He's an MMA, MMA guy. Hold oh, on. Holy, Holyfield, but in an MMA fight or in a boxing Boxing. Because ah. other way, it's not even fair, dude. Like, in a cage? First of all, Holyfield's too old to be in a cage. I think Randy Couture would... It's Evander Holyfield's fighting Vitor Belfort in a boxing match. 
and Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. are going to be on commentary. Seriously? <laughs> I'm serious, Dad. It's the same people that did all those um those other fights, like the Jake Paul things and all that stuff. It's even advertised. President Trump hosts the most anticipated heavyweight fight of the year. Full live in-person commentary tonight. <laughs> Holy Field versus Belfort. <laughs> it's crashing. <laughs> it's crashing. This is like um this why, is like when you're like you first find cheat codes in the game and you're doing all sorts of stupid shit in the Sims. <laughs> like, and you make you make Samus Aran look like Mario? Sure, you know you just sprite swap That's it all is. the live long day. This is this is like Fire Mario do 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 in Metroid. That's what this is. This is you 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 got Mario with the 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 star on, and you keep pressing pause to see what different colors he turns into. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh my I, god! I, I don't know if I ever did that. I might have. You think we'll get Vitor filled with Mexico Mexican supplements? Yes. They're definitely. They're both of them are going to be on Mexican supplements for sure. Well, this isn't like. Well, obviously, this is under some sort of sanction, but. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. It, 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 it's not a fight that means anything. It's just for money. Exactly. So that means you could juice if you want to. Yeah. You could juice so, if you want to. You could leave your thing behind. <laughs> so, so if they if they both test positive for like all the drugs afterwards, it don't matter. One of them is either still going to have knocked the other one out. Or, most likely, they'll fight to a draw because they're both pulling their punches because they don't give a shit because they're just getting paid anyway. Yeah, I, I call it a wash. You know, Belfort's 44 years old, dude. But Holyfield's got to be in his 60s. I'm looking right now just to let everybody know. Because in case you're worried about elder abuse, which I, I'm pretty sure that it's like an exhibition match, you know. I looked up Belfort and said Holyfield. I already told you that he's like 44. Yeah. So Evander Holyfield is uh, 58. I was close. That's not that much of a difference in like numbers, but like in combat sports, that's a big gap. I think. So I think the key will be... Um, who, who could stand if, up the longest? Well, that... It's a fourteen. Belfort, it's a fourteen, dif- fourteen year difference, bro. It's not a big deal. It's perfectly fair. At those ages, it is a little bit. But I think, I think what the keys are going to be is if Belfort gets rocked, the MMA fighter's instinct is to go for a takedown. He's now, not going to go for a fucking takedown. <laughs> you don't know that. Dude, it's against it, the rules. Of course it is, but if you're rocked and you don't know like what the hell rules you're fighting by, oh, you think he? You uh, might he, default. All of a sudden, he doesn't notice that he's in a boxing ring. Like Dude. you know, it's also location. You know, you'd know if you were in a cage. But I don't know. I haven't been hit that hard, thankfully. Exactly. Like any M- any MMA fighter. That's that's what you do. That that's the training. You get rocked, go for a takedown. Be- why? Because it, at worst, it stalls. He'll go for a takedown, and then like Holyfield will just move out the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just hits the mat. <laughs> the ref counts. Is Mills Lane the ref? I think he's dead. Is he? 
Probably, but he's too old to be calling fights. <laughs> Is he? Dude, that dude was old when he refereed the fight, you psycho. Uh, I don't know. I can't believe you went for that. That motherfucker was born in 1937. Oof. He's, wow. He's still alive. He's 83. There you go. Dude, just because you got some old fuck to be president doesn't mean he should be calling <laughs> fights. Good God. What you're, is wrong with your elder abuse? You're right. You're, <laughs> you're right. People, people that old absolutely, you know, they, they can run a country, but they absolutely cannot be, you know. No, they shouldn't do ring. either. <laughs> Let's be well, honest. There should be a limit. That's all. I mean, I agree. But the thing is. Yeah, everyone just goes by the Constitution, and the Constitution doesn't have an upper age limit because no one was living past 60 at the time. Yeah, they go by the Constitution until it's time to fucking defend it. That too. Okay, like, let's let's. And let's to be not... honest, the, the thing is 200 years old, the world has changed maybe a little bit in the past 200 years. I think it might be time for a couple more amendments. Look, I want to bring this back to Don West. They're just doing what they want, Rich. I guess so. They're just doing what they want. So Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. He's talking on the stick. He says he trusts the elite implicitly, and they trust him. And Christian and Brian Danielson, they have a great body of work, but he's not worried about them. Danielson, I guess this was like a side-by-side like uh, interview, says he's not coming for the elite just for Kenny because he wants the belt, and he can't wait to get in the ring. Big interview segment right there. Interesting. Uh, Ruby, Riho, and Chris Tatlander defeated Britt Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hayter with the riot kick on, well, what used to be called the riot kick. Is it the riot kick? Well, that's how I always spelled it. Is it the run, it should be the runaway kick. That would, that would work. They kind of just called it, like, a Pele kick, but, because they don't have a name for it yet. Soho kick? So, yeah, Ruby pinned the women's champion. You know that was going to happen. You have they have to give him at least one like pinfall victory, some kind of thing to make it like oh shit, she could become the champion. Yeah, you know, and I bet mm-hmm. that's what Jr. was saying. Mm-hmm. You know, but so there was a little bit of sloppiness in this match between Jamie Hader and Riho. That's I I shouldn't say sloppiness. It was more of wait, where in the match are we? Who's supposed to do what right I now? I think it's a Styles clash, maybe. Mm. Also. I don't think so, because it was like right as they started the match. It's like, wait, who's supposed to shove who here? What do we... It was a little bit of like looking at each other. Riho was like backing up. Maybe it's the language barrier. I don't know. You're just like an AEW defender. I'm not an AEW defender. Holy shit, have you been listening to this podcast? No. That's hilarious. I've been too busy talking. You... Meanwhile, when I'm talking about how annoying it is when these guys take shots at WWE. Do you yeah, remember that I bit? I do. And, you know, I'm just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm being objective. Mm-hmm. I did not... How long will we spend crapping on WWE? Like, just the fact that it didn't make sense for the Demon to come back, I guess. Mm-hmm. But you hear what they did to Poisonita Vega... Oh, that they cut the match? They yeah. cut it for time. So what, man? Like, she she, she made, like, an outfit that's, like, a, a thing in there, like, to, like, an homage to her father and shit, you know? She's a hometown honey. She should be able to go out there and do whatever. Why? So we could watch Edge versus Seth Rollins for the third time? Yeah, I didn't want to see that. Like, 
and that tell me what you think about that. Like we did discuss this a little bit yesterday in Messenger form. We did. How like you know, it's this whole serious thing, the surgically repaired neck. What's mm-hmm. the first thing you hear when you come back from commercial, Rich? I don't remember. You don't remember. Well, I remember. And it's Michael Cole trying to sell me insurance. Like, they couldn't wait to do their little commercial thing. Like, if if I'm supposed to believe this is a work and this is very serious, why are you taking the time to do your ad? That was mid-match. No. Oh. Jesus Christ. I just said. Oh, the, the finish injury, came. They put him in the... Yeah. Oh, okay. It After came the back from commercial. The, the first mm-hmm. thing that Cole does is sell something. It's that's, like. That's bad placement. I Yeah, exactly. Because I know you're like, oh, they got to do the thing. But Okay, right there. Right there. How about right before you have to switch gears? Yeah. It's bad. But, like, do it seriously, you know? And also, I bad. hope it was. I hope it's life insurance. I don't remember <laughs> what it was exactly. I think it was, it was probably like, progressive, so it was probably auto, home, motorcycle, and more. Yeah, it was something like that. But it was so like, okay, so this is bullshit then, because you're taking the time to sell me insurance. It's a TV show about wrestling. I fucking know that, Rich. You know what? <laughs> Never mind. You don't. I can't believe this shit. No, I get it. I get it. You're right. It, do, it does take away from the suspension of disbelief. Yeah, just wait. Just wait. You could still get it in. There's no rule against when you do the thing. Well, there might be. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, this hour is brought to you by. It's yeah, like, exactly. just there's a better way to do it. There's just a better way. Uh, that's the fault of whoever is timing the show out. And like, saying why is that got to be the first thing you said? It's like, oh, this man's career might be over. But before we do this, listen, I just want to talk to you about progressive you could save well it's not a podcast but whatever you know what i mean <laughs> i can't wait till was chris jericho on the rampage announced team no oh i hope he like taz was replacing excalibur and someone made a comment about him uh having a long wedding apparently oh okay and they they joked about how everyone the wedding's in masks and and everybody did a tope suicida so he could yell about it? No. Or, uh, what is it? Tope Cornholio or something like that? There was a Tope Con Hero. Yeah, his fucking favorite to say. So that's my catchphrase. Who, I don't remember who called that. Yeah. But another thing we talked about regarding Edge. I hope is, it's Taz. I don't think it was. Just to mock him. But I don't remember. Um,. Another thing we shock. talked about regarding Edge is this super long comeback of his. It's not even that it's a super long comeback. It's got to be the most mishandled comeback I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like, so So you came back to try to end your career on your own terms. It's like, all right, when is that going to happen? It looks like Seth Rollins did the work. Yeah, because it looks like the, these aren't your terms. It doesn't look like the end of your career. So the whole end your career on your terms, does that mean just, you know, continue wrestling until you break your neck in the ring for really reels or what? My thing is this, like the thing that probably hobbled him the most is the fact that he made the story about getting back the championship that he never lost. Yeah. And at no point he wins any championship. 
Right. So you're a fucking failure, dude. Your character failed. Mm-hmm. Like the Royal Rumble return, I was I popped. Okay, whatever. I was just like everybody else, probably. Mm-hmm. You thought it was cool when you yeah. heard that. You think you know me? You're like, oh shit, it's Edge. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah, but then it's like, oh, so you're gonna you're gonna wrestle Randy Orton, okay? The and, Legend Killer. And then you're gonna have a cinematic match or whatever. It, it's gonna be called the World's Greatest Wrestling Match. Uh. Oh, okay. And then you're gonna feud with Seth Rollins. Oh no! After you fail to get the, uh, by the way, not his fault. He should have got a one-on-one match with Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. like not this triple ma- triple threat match, fucking third wheel Daniel Bryan bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, and look what that got them. Daniel Bryan's Stacked. not even fucking there anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and apparently, you know, the Tribal Chief really did kill Daniel Bryan because he is dead. Apparently, long live Bryan Danielson. Right. Uh, um. But yeah, dude, that it wasn't that it was long. It was just that it was a fail mm-hmm. because you set that goal and you never achieved it. Yeah. He tried on Raw, tried on SmackDown. And it's Where like, else are you going? What a waste of a Royal Rumble win. Like, what are you going to do? Beat up on Samoa Joe? That's not even fair. Mm-hmm. I read that NXT's numbers are way down this week. God damn. That sucks because the the bachelor party. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah, they have little fun things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It could be people just worried about what's going to happen, which is this week, right? This week is the new NXT. Yeah. So, but but that but that worries me. Like the fact that the numbers are down and that the new NXT is starting this week. It's like so with the numbers down, what usually happens? Changes at the top meaning the champion isn't drawing. That may or may not be the reason. We know it's probably not, but that's what promotions typically do. I don't know, man. They're they they're, they're going to we, we got to just see what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I know it's like nothing, but I, I I can't exactly be like, "All right, well, NXT sucks now." I need to see what they're going to do. Yeah, there's a big fatal four-way for the number one contendership for the NXT title coming up. Who's in it? Let me scroll. If one of them's not like um, Austin Theory, then what are they doing with this kid? Uh, Let me see. Champa, Kyle O'Reilly... L.A. Knight and Pete Dune. So Pete Dunn's going to win. All right. Uh, not interested, but okay. That is next week. They're probably going to put the belt on him because he, he looks like he's the top heel. Like he's got guys, mm-hmm. you know. He's been on a tear, I guess, but then what? Did you watch NXT this week? I watched some of it. I watched the Bachelor Party stuff. I, I watched it through YouTube. So, Oni and Danny Burch are out of that crew. Did they get kicked out by beating because they lost a tag team match? Yup. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. He's got that fucking giant guy. 
Ridge Holland. Yeah, who's got the personality I, of a freaking hotel room card key. Yeah, I figured only um, Oni Lorcan would get kicked out, so it's like the three Brits. Because I think it was Oni that ate the pin. Throw it up! But All caps. Yeah, something. But, uh, no, they beat them both down. Well, there's no room for fucking weakness. Guess not. I guess. I mean, I, I, I'd want to at least keep them around to help me out for a little while and then do that. But okay, I guess since you have Ridge Holland. Yeah. I don't know. Feels weird. Anyway, in the main event of Rampage, uh, Brian Pillman defeated Max Caster with a springboard clothesline, his dad's finisher. Uh, despite lots of interference from Anthony Bowens on the outside. After the match, Bowens attacks Pillman. They're in Cincinnati, by the way, where Pillman is from. I'm sorry, it's shit Cincinnati. That's okay. what MJF told me. Mm-hmm. And they're about to hit him with the boombox when Mox runs down to make the save and hits the paradigm shift on one of them. Send them, send them home happy, whatever. Yep, and then um, after the match, after Rampage went off the air, Mox... Talked about going to some sandwich shop that's local. Local sandwich shop. He sang the jingle. Yeah, because look at me. I'm from around here. Mm -hmm. It never gets old. Yes, it does. But okay, anyway. Um, Cool, that's good. So I'm really glad to, to let everybody know that I never finished Monday Night Raw. Wow. Like, I've had it. I'm fed up. Like, this sucks. And to and to bring it back around to, like, things that are stupid, it's like, you really want to put Alexa, Alexa Bliss in the women's title picture. Like, this tells me that you do not take this championship seriously. They've kind of been working towards it for a while. It's a bad idea. I don't disagree. She's going to get smashed and stacked. I agree, but at least it's hopefully going to put an end to the storyline. Maybe knock some sense into her? Maybe. Jesus Christ. I don't know. When, when you can voodoo people, why don't you just voodoo them to fucking lay down for three seconds? Like, how hard is that? What if she's doing her voodoo, right? Yeah. And Charlotte, like, grabs a mirror and puts a mirror in front of her. So she voodoos herself, and then she's just, like, frozen in place. I wish Charlotte would just break it over her stupid head. Well, she could if she's frozen in place. I guess. I don't know. I think I think the best case scenario is to just voodoo herself back to the gimmick board and just mm. be Alexa Bliss out of nowhere. Like, like this never happened. Like, it was a fever dream. Like, she wakes up. She's like, wow, I had COVID for such a long time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm finally free of the COVID. Oh, what'd you think of uh, Dewdrop using her name as a verb? Whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know. I was like, uh, uh, Whatever. That's it. Sometimes you you just gotta watch a thing and you're like you just throw up your head. He's like, whatever. This is what we're doing. Was it on? It must have been um, NXT. Someone I I just remembered something. And this is kind of just something that like 
you or I, or more more so me, would notice. Um, someone. Do, 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 do. Oh, Cameron Grimes refers uh, to Drake Maverick. He says, "Look at that little rock star." Oh, rock star Spud. Huh? Yeah. Huh. But no, he's but... on the WWE twenty four seven title picture now. Uh, he is, but he was also in the Bachelor Party segment. I know, but I'm saying like, yeah, is he I on Raw he now? Or yeah, sure. Because why not? I like. I think. I think. Um. I don't know how to say this, but here goes. I just think that the uh, Vince loves story time. And if he doesn't have Drew McIntyre to tell stories, he has Reggie tell the same fucking story over like a period of like every week. Mm-hmm. Like what? Came up hard, blah, blah, blah. Had to go to clown college, blah, blah, blah. He's doing it in interviews too. It's like talking about his upgrading. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I just think he doesn't have anything else to talk about. Yeah. When I, I was a little clown. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like the 24-7 title is being defended in regular matches too often. Like That's not what the title is about. Yeah. It's supposed to be like the hardcore championship without calling it that. Exactly. And like when they did that... It was like a scramble match where it was like a 15-minute time limit and everyone's involved and just whoever is the champion, whoever got the last pinfall in the match walks away champion or runs away champion or hobbles away champion or whatever. Scoots. Bikes. Yeah. Drive a car. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever. (sighs) Ah, Raw's crap. Yeah, so is Randy going to fight Bobby Lashley? On Raw, apparently. That's a- not happening at the pay-per-view. Another title match for Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to lose, but I don't know. I think this is all a trick with them being like how Big E's going to cash in on Roman. I think he's just going to cash in on Bobby Lashley one day. Well, um... He is supposedly scheduled for, I think, the September 20th edition of Raw. Yeah. So next Monday, he's supposed to be on Raw. So he could potentially cash in in that match. Yep. That would pop ratings. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's call it right now. Basement Booker's podcast, Rich DeRizzo, myself, would go right in front of it. By this time... Next week, we will have a new WWE champion. And the 20th, his... that's next Monday. By this time, next next Saturday, yeah. it, there will be a new WWE champion, and his name is Big E. I don't know if he's going to no be able name. to get his last name back, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Unless his last name is E, and his first name is Big now. 
his 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 giant like um his his place will just be two giant E's. You know, because you know, there's no need to put big because the E will be big. That's right. It's a large E. It's probably also a slight tribute to Biggie. Yeah, because it, or you could just put big on one and then E just a plate. I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could do that. I I think I like have it just having a big E on each. Side plate. I would have just a big E. Mm -hmm. Like, I would say big, it would just it'd be implied mm -hmm. that the E is big. It is. That reminds me on uh, shopwwe.com, there is a new limited edition Ric Flair championship belt. They're all numbered like 1 to 500. I think it's a limited run of 500. And they come in. A display case that, you know, it, it closes and it has a handle if you want to carry it around, shaped like a diamond. And there are 16 individual, um, not cubic zirconia, but they like they call them diamonds, but they're um, Swarovski crystals to represent each of Ric Flair's title uh, runs. More shit that I don't have money for. All right, awesome. It's it's really cool looking. I, it comes with a robe too. Take a guess how much. $30,000. Not quite. $20,000. Not quite. $10,000. Not quite. $15,000. No. $5,000. No. $4,000. No. Getting ha warmer. $2,000. Getting warmer. $3,000. Colder. I'm not doing this anymore. Can you just one thousand dollars? Jesus, that's too much money. That's like five hundred dollars a piece. Five hundred dollar robe, five hundred dollar belt. Mm-hmm. They also have cool new display cases, like stand-up display cases for championship belts. Oh, it's not included. Separate? No, th those are separate things. Like this one, this comes with that diamond-shaped case that I mentioned. But th that's it's more it's a display case or a carrying case. Trevor Murdoch is the NWA champion, and we never talked about it. We never did talk about it. I'm not sure. He beat Nick Aldis. He did. But, like, no disrespect to Trevor Murdoch, I really thought he was a lot older than he is. How old is he? Like, he's a young guy. I think he's, like, in his 40s or something, maybe late 30s. Oh. But he looks like he's, like, old. You know what I'm saying? He looks like he's so old school that he looks old. Exactly. He has that super old school look that you automatically say, you know, like this is what people looked like as wrestlers 30 years ago. So he must be 30 years older than what he looks. All right. Guess his age. 38. 41. Hmm. He, he, he looks older. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Just like you saying, like those old school guys, you know, they always mm -hmm. look old. He looks like he's from the Harley race days. Yeah, exactly. His name even is like a NWA type throwback thing, yeah. almost. You know. Mm -hmm. I mean, Aldis had a great run. I'm not sure. Nick Aldis is 34. Mm. Like, I'm not sure what. Um... 
don't know. I guess I never saw a world champion in Trevor Murdoch. Well, apparently he's the best because the NWA championship is the oldest, I guess. Yeah, allegedly. Asterisk. It's the original 10 pounds of gold, Rich. Yep. That's got to be a big deal for him. It's a tremendous deal. It, his jacket looks like a Vince commentary jacket, too. It's like a blue <laughs> with the little patching thing or whatever. That's great. Yeah. It's good shit. Raw was that bad that we're not talking about it anymore. <laughs> I just, just wanted to mention that because we never talked about it. That's kind of a big deal. It right? is. It's a, it's a huge deal for the NWA and for Trevor Murdoch. Yeah. So I guess we'll see what happens next. Like, I was always a fan of him and his style in general. It's like, oh, he'd make a great intercontinental U.S. champ. You know, WWE terms. I don't know about NWA world champ. Obviously, he did it. I haven't seen a lot of his work over there. Um, I certainly haven't seen a lot of his character work over there. Obviously, you know, being in... You know, in this profession, it's in you have to have good in-ring work and good character work to really get over. Obviously, he sold himself to Billy Corgan to get over. He sold himself to get over. But you know, he like he he convinced Billy Corgan that he's top tier. I was gonna say, there's a legal thing here, buddy. You just can't Not sell like yourself. Not like that. I guess it depends on what state you're in. That's you know it. what I'm saying? That's you know it. what I'm saying? <laughs> I think so. Anyway. Um, I don't want I don't want to take anything away from him. I haven't seen any of it, and that's on me. That is on you, you disrespectful mm. malcontent. Yeah, sometimes. Awesome. Well, I think we did it. Did we do it? I don't know. Did anything uh, we forgot Carrie about? Cross. Carrie Sorry, Cross. Kill- yeah, Carrie Cross and John Morrison. Yeah, he's wearing um, apparently Bludgeon Brother hand-me-down. That was what was originally offered to the Bludgeon Brothers as gear. Yep. And did you see the post I put in uh, on the Facebook page? Yeah. Yeah, it's an ugly world we live in, my friend. Jesus Christ. I think everybody should head over to the Facebook page and find out. I agree. It's a then showing um, Johnny Impact. As the Impact World Champion versus Killer Cross, so it was it was a then and a now, and I said, you know, I I don't want to see the forever pick. It's 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 one of those how it started, how's it going kind of things, you know. Yeah. And he was also with uh, Johnny Mundo and fucking, what's that show? They did Lucha rest- Underground. There you go. There you go. I'm like, what's that show? They did wrestling like a soap opera or whatever. Yeah. But like really did it. They like really leaned into it. <laughs> I got I, I to gotta watch that. I got to find that. Yeah, it was um, supposed to be on Netflix, but it's not. <laughs> hmm. Weird. Also, Moist TV this week was pre-taped, it looked like. I didn't see it, so. Yeah, it was right before that match. Okay, but I didn't watch Raw, so... I know you didn't. I, fi- I, I didn't finish Raw. I'm fed up. We did a whole thing. There was a whole bit. <laughs> yep. Smack like, I know man. about the date, the Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax thing. It's like, oh, no shit, this was going to happen. 
But it seemed kind of a weird time to do it, though. Mm-hmm. Didn't seem, like, expedient, I suppose. So now those two are going to go at it. Yeah, I'm looking through my notes here, but I guess that means it's just time to go. Cause... Who's the face? Where? Which one? God damn it. <laughs> Fucking listen to me instead of reading shit. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. We just talking about it. Like, Oh, um... I don't know. I think we got to wait and see to see, like, how they play it. Like, Nia Jax was acting all cocky and stuff, and it looked like they were going to push her to be a monster. Mm-hmm. So I don't but, see Shayna... But she's doing this weird dancey thing that I don't want her to do. Oh, did we find the other Funkasaurus that wasn't in, not in captivity? Oh, boy, I hope not. <laughs> Oh, jeez, Jerry, gonna, I hope not. They're going to give her Funkadactyls, but they're bros. You know, Funkadact bros or something? They're like a bunch of weird little skinny guys. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, they should have... You see, that's why I should have kept Adam Cole. Yeah, he could have done that. Bro. Yeah, he could have been one half. Who'd you bring back? You bring back Tyler Breeze. There you go. They're in the party. That's cool. What's happening? So I just came across something in my notes that I thought you would want to talk about. Uh, I um, hope so. Something that JR said on commentary regarding the Dark Order. He says, or rather, he, he thinks the Dark Order's problems are stemming from not having a leader. That sounds like they are moving towards adding a leader to the faction. It's or a, making someone a leader. It's a bad, unoriginal idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, if they want to do that, then let them. You know, and let the let the chips fall away they may. You know, if that's what they want to do and do the obvious thing and make Bray Wyatt the uh, or Malachi Black the leader of the Dork Order, then fine, ruin them. But you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think and it looks like good. I think it's just time to disband. That's all. Or maybe, or maybe like bring it back to the way it was. Like maybe prune it a little bit. Yeah, like go back to Uno and Grayson, or maybe actually, for irony, kick out Uno and Grayson. Yeah, you're out of here. Since since they're really the original two, like originally they were the Dark Wars. That's yeah, it's it just those guys. And, them and unnamed masked goons. Yeah, weren't they just they're like um, young boys or something? Yeah, that but like. Even less than that, because like they weren't even talked about. They were just like they didn't have numbers or nothing. They were just people. Right. Then they started adding like Alex Reynolds. I I think um, Reynolds is three. Silver is four. I don't remember who five is. Yeah. If they do it, do it. Whatever. I think I think it would be ironic if they get kicked out. Yeah, it would be. Let's go do that. If 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 do something, but it's just not. Like, nobody takes them seriously, you know? Exactly. And it looks like um, Anna Jay is kind of tired of breaking up fights between them. Yeah. Let's 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 set Anna Jay free, you know? Mm-hmm. We'll free them both. Uh, anyway, let's get out of here. All right. Well, if... You would like to get in touch with the Basin Bookers? You could do so by emailing basinbookers at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Basin Bookers, at Basement Jer, at Rich the Riz. 
we have a an Instagram page, Basin Booker's Pod. I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, Facebook, Facebook Booker's page. Few it's brain fa- cells. Fa- That's what fa- you're missing. Fa- Facebook Booker's. Facebook Booker's. <laughs> We have a Facebook page, The Basement Bookers. Just find it there. Just Google it and you'll find it. As far as this podcast, same deal. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And Jer has, hopefully, a better stated closing message. Well, the Facebook Bookers podcast <laughs> is scheduled. The, base, the, the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Fuck. Fa- Follow the bookers if you want to. But seriously, though, please. Base, the, the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Fo- follow the bookers if you want to. But seriously, though, please. <laughs>